0: Hello and welcome to the 37th episode of the Idol House Society podcast, a rather strange one because we're doing it on video. I'm joined today by my friend who's been losing all the pounds to get video ready, Paul Bentz. Good afternoon, good afternoon. The crowd go wild. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so weird to be doing this live, doesn't it? Like... It's weird. I mean, it's weird doing it in person. It's even weirder that we have got all these blinking lights around us. That that makes it really, really weird. Because yeah. I've never videoed myself before. No, me neither. So it's a bit weird, isn't it, being at the gym with your denim jeans on? <laughs> you're, the, yeah. you're the only one in there working out yeah. with denim jeans. Been, been pumping my muscles, <laughs> pumping my muscles. Today's topic. I have a small announcement to make. Another big life change. I have. Uh, I've enrolled in a university course for. Documentary Photography and Photojournalism, uh, a uh, Bachelor of Arts. So today's topic is going to be approaching education as a mature student and it's going to be quite a broad topic. We're going to go beyond just degrees and universities and all that kind of good stuff. We're also going to talk about other ways that you might might educate yourself Mm -hmm. of other things.
1: Yeah and I think that's that's the beautiful thing is that you can pretty much tailor your own education to your own specific wants and needs. And that's a beautiful thing. And you can also get a degree. You can, you know, there's a multitude of ways you can learn today. And I think finding the way that suits your personality and the way that you like to work and learn is kind of
0: important. And then once you know how you like to learn, you've just got to find out what bits you want to know. Am I being crazy? Obviously, so you know my motives. My motives are not right away. I want to work in the photographic industry for hopefully a, a long time. But at some point when I come out of that, I'd like to teach, preferably in a secondary school. So my motives for getting a degree are to get into education at some point down the line. And I don't know how far down the line it's going to be. Obviously, a BAs yeah, three years. Um and I want to get a good few years under my belt in, in the photographic industry, which I'll be doing alongside the course. Is it, is it a, an insane thing to do for a 36-year-old man to go back to university now? Um, I don't think so. I think, I, I think having, you know,
1: not been to university, I think I'm, my perspective is maybe slightly skewed because I think there's part of me that's always wanted to go. But... Did you go straight out of school? Did you ever go to uni? No. No. no non universa
0: Did you do college or anything? Did you do sixth form? Like, b did... National Diploma in Information Technology. Okay. Okay. And then you ended up using that, right? As, and then uh, I went career.
1: basically to work for a company called Haida, which was like Welsh Water. like a utility company. Okay. And they were a Microsoft certified training place. So basically I got all my Microsoft training. Oh, I see. Qualification there. Moved to a law firm in Bristol. They sent me to New Orleans for like a period of time. Trained in this. You in New Orleans? Yeah, New Orleans. How did I never? How am <laughs> I
0: just here in Iceland? No, just
1: list? hanging out in New Orleans. That was amazing. How, how long
0: was you there?
1: I, think I was there for about three months mm-hmm. doing that's, this. That's pretty a, cool. Elite, elite. It was called. Oh my god, it was painful. Anyway, but it was amazing being in. Can you imagine? Just like I was. I think I was. I don't know. In my twenties, and it was just wonderful. It was yeah. before before the levees broke, basically. Right. Okay. Um, um, yeah, and then they trained me in this stuff and then I got a job in Bristol at a law firm and then eventually that led me to a law firm in London and then camera kind of came along in the middle of it and I, I, I've, I've always been self-taught
0: and I think, I first of all... Where was the first place you went for, for knowledge? Oh, it's
1: interesting this, isn't it? Because, I mean... There was a, there was a there was a couple of things at the time. There was Roman. We talk about Roman a lot, but me and Roman kind of it, it was almost like friendly competition between us two. And well, there was there was numerous things. I mean, Chase Jarvis rings a bell. You know, you must have viewed a Chase Jarvis. I mean, Chase
0: Jarvis. He's, he was like a, a wedding photographer back in the
1: day, right? Oh, he's he's. he's I, I think he's like he's an amazing sort of. He created this thing called Creative Live, which was it kind of That's like that guy yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay okay right. yeah 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 um there was a guy called David Hobby who did Strobist, which was all about lighting okay yeah I love um, that guy too and then just the internet and and I think I think the thing the internet did was it kind of it almost created a false dawn if you know what I mean because you know it was a it flicker was around and Tumblr and Oh, maybe it didn't i don't know i i, I it feels if it, it kind of felt a little bit like it was a brilliant place to learn we were right at the start of digital photography and Because I'd come from a technical background. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was natural. It was like a really natural thing to do. Like the two, it didn't feel like a wild jump. It was just this machine, right? And I was figuring out how to work this machine, right? It was kind of, that's where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the creative stuff, it was all technical to start, completely technical. Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And that was amazing because I think that's your first sort of plateau, right? Is like, how can you technically control the camera, to manipulate light right, in, right. In, in the way that you want to. And and that's why me and Roman were like, you know, he was amazing. He's like having the, it's, it's, I, I can't even, the, 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 what is it, fate or the, the chances of me meeting Roman, both of us wanting to learn photography at, at that moment in time in our lives. And then him being, like, I'm, I'm quite technical, you know, I can do most things, but having somebody else to to soundboard off and and get a response of like, He's looking at my work, I'm looking at his work, he's telling me to straighten my lines. Yeah, there was was just this. It was like now looking back, it was an amazing time because it was just incredibly. And and there wasn't a structure to that learning. It was like, okay, we'd get a job to do something and we needed to figure out how to do it. The internet was there. Like we basically, you know, we Googled, we researched, we watched videos. Oh, well, that's how we do it. Then we try it. And they're like, okay, that's that's amazing, and then, you know, I get really, I would get really excited and animated. My God, man! <laughs> <You know? laughs> and you are like, Paul, just calm down, you know. <laughs> and I've always been like crazy ideas, and he's always been the one that's like, hang on, Trevor, slow down, you know. And yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's cool, right? That having somebody that is the break, and and uh, again, I just think it's that having a partner that understands you a bit and you can have a laugh about it and you joke about it yeah, and, I and, guess, you, and it's competitive but in a really friendly not in i want
0: to beat you way you kind of just okay that's cool how do you do that show me yeah i think like, it does help if you've got a friend that, yeah. or, or somebody that you're on that journey with
1: yeah totally totally i think it, I, I don't think i would have progressed as much as i did without it if i'm honest i don't think it would have even because i'm a visual learner right i learn by doing and because Roman could do things, I'd watch him do it, and then I'm like, "Okay, I can do that." Right. You know? And it's, right. it's like it, it's it's it yeah, it really was amazing. And and even now I look back and I think it's crazy some of the things we did. And but you know, not having not having the university education, I, I I think I kind of made my own. You know, you you've got to kind of if you're passionate about that's that's the point I was kind of going to get to. If you're passionate about it, ballooning will be easy. It'd yeah, be easy yeah. because you, you care about it so much. And obviously you do, right? You've been doing this podcast for a year. You've been photographing for the last 20 years of your life. You, 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 it's not something that you've thought about on a whim. Now, you yeah, it's that, not a whim,
0: right? Right? It's, it's 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 been, it's you know, it's something that you've thought about a lot. And I think... It just feels... I mean, I'll be really candid. So obviously I'm going to have to fund this for a student loan. We've We've had to make some lifestyle changes to make it work financially because I'm not going to be able to... Earn the money I was earning before. Mm-hmm. And when you go into Amsterdam, you're taking the uh, baby <laughs> oil on you. <laughs> or earn a few extra pounds. Well, there's nothing wrong with that these days, I think, mate. Um, yeah, I don't know. But like. Bearded man from Kent. It, it does feel. <laughs> <laughs> Blue light district. It feels a bit like. Um, it feels a bit insane because I know that I'm going to walk out of this just shy of 60 grand in the hole. Yeah, it's a lot of debt, isn't it? It's a lot of debt. And I think about student debt in a... I mean, I used to work in finance and maybe I've got kind of skewed views about how loans and finance works because I was in the industry for so long. But a student loan is nothing like a a loan you'd get from a bank, right? It's more like a tax. You only pay it back when you earn over so much and it kind of incrementally steps up with the amount you earn. So it's not like I'm going to finish and then I'm going to be making... I'm going to have to make an extra grand a month or something just to clear my loan off Mm -hmm. before I get myself in trouble. Because that's not how it works, right? So I'm not really that frightened of the the debt. Mm -hmm. But it does feel a bit weird to be racking up a lot of debt in exchange for a piece of paper.
1: But then if that gives you the opportunity to have a career that... You want, I mean, ultimately, you want to maybe one day teach, right? That was one of the goals that you maybe want to do yeah. in the future. So, so, I mean. Am I, I drinking your tea? You could have been. Yeah. I you think are. I've just drunk your tea. It's all right. It doesn't matter. All the same. But, um, yeah, I, I think if you want to, if that's your end goal, which it kind of is, you've said that to me lots of times, and it might not be for a, for a, and you could, you know, we know people that teach and photograph, are like, the, and I think that's, I think if you can maintain both of them, that is the beautiful thing, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you kind of, if you don't, you kind of lose touch
0: with one, and it's very difficult to then to get back in, you know, it's, 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 it's Ma- weird. Like, I want to simultaneously learn the theories and the history, but I don't want that to take away from the practical side of it too mm-hmm. much. And I think there's going to be a bit of a feeling of my way through to make sure that... I'll tell you what it is, right? Back in the day when I learned music, there was this punk attitude that we all had towards it. And I never, I never did any like formal stuff, really. I did a GCSE, actually. I'm, I'm lying. I did do a GCSE. But I didn't really turn up to any (laughs) of the lessons. I just took all the coursework and in the last two weeks of the GCSE, I just did all the coursework in one go by myself with like zero input from the teacher and then just handed over and somehow walked out of a B. I don't know how that worked. But I didn't go to any of the lessons. Mm. I I basically bunked off for an entire year. You went um, to the Open Day, didn't you, recently at at the... Yeah, theme. the offer holders day. Okay, a quick little question: What, how, what was the age age of the people that were alongside there with you? So surprisingly, actually, that it, there were. I was. I was definitely not the only mature student. Okay, well that's good. That's so the good. other one that I went to, I actually applied for two separate courses um, and didn't end up going with the other one. The other one was a BA in photography. Um, didn't really like that campus so much, so didn't go with it. But it, that one, I very much felt like the only person there that had kind of taken it that seriously. It felt really young. It felt like those kids were just coming out of year 11. It didn't even feel like they'd been through sixth form yet. Um, and they, but there was one or two younger kids in that group that had kind of pulled a bit of a portfolio together. But a lot of it was like, I mean, it was probably better than what I was doing when I was 16, but it it reminded me a lot of that. And there was no one really thinking seriously about what they were doing. Whereas this one, when I went, it was, a, it was a much bigger group, much more diverse, a fair few mature students. And obviously you end up speaking to some people because you're there for like four hours, right? So the people I spoke to were way more on our wavelength. They were talking about intent. They were talking about what they wanted to do with documentary photography and photojournalism. Um, I think because it's a bit more niche than just like a standard BA in photography, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it, it was a little bit of an older crowd. The one the one thing that did kind of take me aback a little bit, not like in a bad way, but I was kind of surprised, is that the the group was like 80%, 90% female.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: And that kind of blows my mind because all the documentary photographers that we know and we talk to are all male. And I've always felt like it's a bit of a sausage party here. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's always felt, in a negative way, it's felt male-dominated. Mm-hmm. Um so I was a little bit surprised to see so many like, such a good representation from from women. It was yeah, that was good. So you're excited? Yeah, I am. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I think it's the right choice. I think it's the right choice for you. And I
1: think you'll you'll you know, you'll really enjoy it and I think you'll be really
0: rewarding. And and you could could you said you wanna put two days a week you in, is that what you say? Yeah, I think that's what they're saying at the minute is they so the, the the coursework itself... Sorry, the coursework. That's, can you tell I've been out of education? For, <laughs> yes, the coursework. <laughs> for, for the longest time, for over well Your over a decade. Work. Yeah, so the, the stuff that you do in the university itself um, is around 12 hours a week. Okay. And I think as much of that is done in two days as possible. Okay. Um, so I think it'll be two days in, but obviously there'll be a load more stuff that we're doing kind of remotely. Okay, okay. And also... It's gonna be like seventy or eighty percent practical as well. So there's gonna be lots of being out and actually doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um so I need to find some stories that are interesting me, something I'm curious about, so I can go and chase down some things. But um but yeah, I'm not actually gonna be in town like every day. What 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 bit interests you the
1: most? What's what's the bit that you're like you're excited about the most? Which is a bit like okay,
0: this is I'm really this is a bit I can't wait to do this bit of What is there any any particular like I'm really looking for. So the first year, I think, is a lot more um, of a foundation laying. The first year, it sounds like it's going to be kind of getting you the fundamentals, understanding what you're doing. And then some of the more technical stuff, like not deaf by PowerPoint on how to use a camera, but like a little bit of that stuff just to get people's working knowledge up mm-hmm. to roughly the same for the second year. You got a head start. Yeah, so I've got a bit of a head start there. The second year is the one I'm really, really looking forward to. The second year is a lot of experimentation and kind of like pushing boundaries. And they basically want you to step outside of your comfort zone and well, do something a little bit more experimental. One, one of
1: one of the lecturers there is, remind me of her name, Dr. The the one who talked about ethics.
0: Oh, on that podcast you sent me. Yeah. Uh
1: Jennifer Good. Dr. Jennifer Good. And and she made a point in that podcast where she said, by the time you finish this course, you will really understand what your personal ethics are. But I think you've already got that, right? That's kind of like again, that's something that Yeah, we've touched on ethics a bunch of times, right? I'm, and I think she's going to be a brilliant lecturer. Right? I, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just listening to her on that podcast, that would be one of the reasons alone why I'd want to go do that degree because I just think she sounds like an amazing woman, doesn't she? Like really, yeah. She she
0: came across really well on that podcast too. Um, what was that? The messy truth, messy it? truth with the Gemma Fletcher. Truth. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that was a really interesting, um, a really interesting dive into ethics. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like because I'm really, really into philosophy and that kind of stuff and obviously we talk all the time and we've never done a podcast on ethics but we've discussed it ad nauseum right we've discussed off off air we've discussed ethics to death um and one day we will do that on air um but i I feel like we we've touched on it a few times but i feel like i've got a rough idea of my own ethics but i'm really open-minded to to the change Mm -hmm. and to being challenged and Kind of push myself and really think more about why I have why my moral compass points whichever north it is at the moment. So maybe that will shift over time. I'm not really sure, um, but yeah, the, there's a there's a ethics and there's also a big conversation in that second year also about law mm-hmm. and like literally the things that you can and can't do, which will be different depending on where in the world you are as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm just really excited about it. Yeah, I think the second year is the thing I'm looking forward to most. To mm. Finally answer your question. Three year course. It's a three year course. Obviously the final project will be really cool, but I look forward to the experimentation because I've never I've never really experimented all that much. I Have found... you ever been
1: to university? No, no, never. No,
0: no, no. I went to um, college. Okay. I did sixth form. I did Photography at sixth form. I also did my GCSE in music while I was in sixth form. I was so rubbish in year 11 that I basically had to do GCSEs again when I got <laughs> to sixth form. Uh, yeah, which is how I managed to skive off for an entire year and then just bowl in and do it all in two weeks. I still walked out of a B. God knows how I did that, but um, it wasn't talent. But yeah, I, so I did sixth form and then I left that to work, I think I worked for a year or two, literally at McSlave. We've discussed this McSlave, before. You've both been in McSlave? Oh, yeah, McSlave. I am McSlave. I gave worst. away free chicken nuggets, got sacked. <coughs> I, Thanks, McSlave. I kind of threw my resignation over the counter after a bit of an argument. It was... You can shove these chicken <laughs> nuggets? <laughs> I'm not even going to get into it. It was like a really personal thing, but they, uh, they just did not value me. Like, they don't value any of the, what made I me think I, I, I
1: actually think now I was being groomed. By the gay manager, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I really do think that now. If we end, why, why, why do you think he was angry? Because being of the way he was, the way he was. Like I, I, I was a bit naive. I didn't really know, you know, homosexuality was when I was sixteen. Really, but why do you think he was interested in you? Because the, just the, just the innuendo and okay. the. Are you sure he wasn't just having a laugh? He knew, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. He was fun. He was a nice guy. He never did anything, thank Yeah, God. I
0: mean, you, you might not have been his type.
1: I was his type. What are you on about?
0: <laughs> 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 you're everyone's type.
1: <laughs> no, um, you're right. I, maybe, again, you're right. But, um, yeah, listen, I, I enjoyed working in McDonald's. I thought it was I cool. didn't. Didn't you? No. I, always, no, no, I just, because no, no. he was quite, again, because my brain, obviously, there's lots going on, so you're jumping from...
0: I had a real temper on me when I was that age as well. And there were a oh few people oh there God, that kind really, of like... really pushed my buttons. <laughs> I don't like it when people talk down to me. So it was not a good fit for me at all. But I did that. I did that for a good couple of years. I wasn't there for just... A couple of months. I, I was there for a couple of years. We used
1: years. to do the drive through and if if somebody came and they were annoying, I'd speak in a foreign accent, and i go, That just
0: sounds Welsh. <laughs> what foreign accent is that? Yeah. <laughs> it was, and then they'd come up and they'd think, I go, Sorry, and then couldn't hear you. You could have just spoke in actual Welsh, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But maybe people would have spoken Welsh. Yeah. In Wales. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, but a lot of oh, you Welsh feel. people. A lot of Welsh people don't speak Welsh. Though, uh, right? In South Wales, predominantly, uh, you don't speak Welsh. There's a few Welsh schools in South Wales, but it's yeah, it's predominantly North Wales, really, and West Wales, like Pembrokeshire. Um, is it a pride thing? Why is that? Um, maybe it's a pride. I don't know. I I just think yes. Yeah, I think it's become like national identity in Wales in the last. 30 years as, you know, it's because it's, it's, I think people are proud to be Welsh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, an important thing. And it's definitely grown during my lifetime. Like I've noticed it become this Welsh identity that maybe never existed before, not in my early years, or, or maybe I didn't notice it in my early years. It's probably more realistic. Um,
0: but... 100%, if I could speak my national language, I mean, obviously my national language you can, is English. can't, you? Just about. can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if we had a different national language here i and i could speak it i would 100 i would be speaking it all the time well mm, yeah, me too um,
1: so dan let's let, let's let's go back to go back to school as it were um let's 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 jump forward three years into the future you finished your degree you come yep. out you got your piece of paper uh-huh. you got a first and they say, "Yeah, Mister Higginson, here you go, mate. Congratulations. What, what, what do you think you'll do immediately after? Do you think? Oh, obviously, because you'll be working as a photographer through all that
0: time anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So nothing really, I suppose, is going to change. Other than yeah, I don't that. think it'll really change. I think I'll just get some more time back in my life. Mm-hmm. There was a a really cool um, photographer that he he's just literally finishing his third year now. Um, I forget his second name. His name was Noah something. I'll, I'll find it. I wrote it down. I'll put mm-hmm. it in the show notes. His work's really good. Um, and he was kind of telling people what to expect from years. And he, he basically said the first year is fairly relaxed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the second year is a bit more intense. And then the third year, he said he went from working 35 hours at uh, his, his kind of part-time job. It doesn't really feel part-time if you're working 35 hours, but yeah. that, that was his job. And he said he had to drop down to something like five hours, maybe less in the last year between December and May. Wow. Um, so I think maybe I'm going to have to like step back a little bit just in that third year, or at least at the beginning of that third year while you're getting your your kind of dissertation, your final project ready. What do you think it's going to give you? Like what, in terms of...
1: Not in a, not in a like a, a certificate. I mean, in in a in a really philosophical understanding. Do you think you're going to come
0: away richer? And I, I mean, it, I feel like if I don't, it will have been a waste of my time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I really hope it does, Paul. Like, I I think really it it will give me a better knowledge of the history of it because. I kind of wander through this in a very DIY way, the same as I did with my early music days, right? Mm -hmm. Where I kind of learned everything myself. I never Mm -hmm. really looked anywhere else. And I learned by experimenting and kind of found my own voice just through having to play that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it will be cool to have a formal education in this stuff. Um, I think I'll probably understand the history a lot better I'll definitely have a clear view of the way I'm thinking because I'll have had to write about it a lot, um, and I'm, I'm hoping that it will slightly refine my voice, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll completely change the way I shoot. I don't think I'll suddenly become like a completely different person. I can't imagine that I'm going to become super experimental and and, and post things and try and present a documentary narrative through like fine art I, I can't see that i'm gonna do that But i'm gonna have a go mm-hmm. i'm gonna have a play i'm gonna get outside my comfort zone and there might be little things maybe that i put in from doing stuff like that um yeah i, I I'm, I'm just hoping it'll it, like you said i think it will just help me grow i think like i, I don't really know specifically how yet mm-hmm. if i did i guess there'd be no point doing it right
1: totally totally absolutely I was I was thinking of other ways, some other people, some courses, uh, some other way of learning. That um, I've some of the courses I've done, and I, I was going to just highlight a couple of nice people. Lewis, Lewis Bush, does Lewis an, Bush, yeah, yeah, he does an amazing, um, he does a couple of courses. But the one I did with him was the uh, the storytelling workshop. I think amazing, really. Just he's just really down to earth, and he was one of the lecturers on the
0: course that you're. He to. was. I think you said he'd step down now, right? I think. I think. I'm not sure if he stepped down completely or if he's still there. I, I, gray area. We need I think to... he was one of the lead. I, he was like uh, one of the readers or something. Yeah, I'm not. I've... Um, I, I'm not entirely sure what all the different roles mean. I'm so far gone out of education at this point that I'm really not certain what everything means. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, there's a guy called. There's another guy who
1: did. Who was not name? Colin, lovely Colin Pantel. Yeah, so Colin Pantel, contemporary narratives, photography, a short guide to history, theory, and practice, and he's it's, it's really good. It's like he's another lovely man, Colin Pantel, and he he's just a great teacher. was all on Zoom. Um, I did it over eight weeks, I think, or eight six, six weeks. Six weeks, maybe. Remind anyway. me what it was. Sorry, what was the title? Uh, contemporary Contemporary narratives, photography, a short guide to history, theory, and practice, and. It's, it's just, again, it's like, for me, the bits,
0: I that's the bit, I don't know the theory and the history of photography and... and I think you know a lot more of it than I do, right? You're much better read than I am. Yeah, I do I do read a lot, I
1: suppose, yeah, quite a bit. Um, and I've just started another course run by a woman called Susan Meister, okay. uh, Mama Museum of Modern Art. Okay. Uh, and it's yeah. called uh, Seeing Through Photographs. And that's really good as well. Again, it's just how how she's a curator, a, a, pho- a photography curator at um, MoMA, and it's it's great. It's again, it's a lovely. It's on Coursera, and anybody can do it. And I, I think you can, if you can, if you can nail it in a week, you can do it for free, basically. And I've I've done like I think I've done fifty percent of it in a day and a half. And um, I again, it's just for me. It's 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 where I I have no no desire to ever teach. You know. Uh, uh, for me, it's just filling in the gaps. It's filling in the bits of knowledge that I don't know, and I think that makes you richer, right? It just gives you that deeper understanding of of why things are the way they are, and and you, it tells you about other people who've who've had similar journeys and done similar things, and then that kind of lights a spark in your brain, which. Makes you want to do something else, and I, that, that's that's the amazing thing about learning. That's the amazing thing about education is the sparks that it fires, and the network, and the and the people that you meet on the course will hopefully be lifelong friends, right? Which you don't kind of get by doing learning alone, I suppose. But you know, I've got a lot of friends. <laughs> you have,
0: you have. You are a man with a lot. Of I friends. can't handle anymore. You're a social butterfly. <laughs> I it's, do. You feel like? I mean, obviously, we've known each other for a few years now. And if it has, it's possibly imperceptible, at least to me. But do you feel like it's changed anything for you? Because your voice still looks very much like it does. I guess in... I'm just going to challenge myself a little bit. I think you've probably experimented a little bit more recently. You've, like, tried some different things. Mm -hmm.
1: I, I think, again, it's this circle, isn't it? Like, when you start photography, you try everything. Yeah. Then you... You learn the technical stuff, so that frees you to be uh, more creative, right? So you don't have to worry about how what the shutter speed is, or the aperture, or where the lights can. You you get these are things that are happening subconsciously. You know them, right? It's it's intuitive. It's like you're not having to worry about this box now. Yeah, yeah. boxes like you
0: just you can hopefully move fast finger. Sorry, move fast fingers, and you got it sorted. It feels like I'm imagining this is what it's like for artists and anybody that's. A painter can maybe call us call me out on this, but I imagine you spend a really long time when you first learn your craft, learning just how to draw. Right? You can't mm-hmm. start applying paint to a canvas until you can just draw with charcoal or a pencil or something. And it feels like a lot of the technical stuff you were talking about, Creative Live and the Strobist and stuff. And I've I've seen those videos as well. Like probably not bothered watching as many as you have because I've kind of winged it my entire life but they're they're very technical they're very like this is how to get a correct exposure this is this will get you out of the gates this isn't how to make beautiful art this is just how to yeah yeah and that, is- that's what i mean and i, I think that's why
1: that's why uh, this I kind of i nearly got to it earlier on i'm glad you did that because that's why learning that way is kind of skewed because you're kind of there's no path right there's no, there's no, there's no like a university yes. there's structure to it. You do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And there's reason for it, right? They've thought about it, right? It's not something. Yeah, they're, but, they're
0: pushing you towards creating something yes. rather than just teaching you the technique of
1: and, and how when, to do it. And when you're learning yourself, you kind you, you of, and especially with a, a brain like mine, you, you go off on tangents, right? And you, <laughs> you, you, you kind
0: of. Yeah, yeah, you do.
1: <laughs> and you know, you find yourself. But the one thing I'll say, all, all of those tangents, all of those, like, you know, the, the, the questions about ethics, I only really... So I was shooting street photography for ages. Then I came across an article by Joel Kirk, Joel Kohlberg on the ethics of street photography. We can link to that as well. Um, and that's the first time I really thought about ethically what I was doing on the street with my camera. Right. And I'd never thought about it. But again, you don't... I don't think at that stage you're anywhere near... Like, you just think it's a camera and you're taking a picture. Like, and there's something freeing about that in a way, right? Like, you, there's, there's no preconceptions. You don't have, it's just like a snap. It's a, it's, a, and there's something beautiful in that. In and a way. I think
0: that's kind of where I was with my music for the longest time. I actually refused to take any real formal lessons because I didn't want it to, I didn't want rules to follow. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something that felt more like me but where i found myself with music after a little while was you end up accidentally learning the rules so yeah yeah so, so you get to the point where you can't read music and you can't explain why moving from this note to this note sounds good but you like it and basically, you just rediscover the Western scales. That's what you've done. You've just rediscovered something that was already there. Totally. And, and you maybe... probably could have just shortcutted it. And... Exactly. And that's, I think that's what
1: university does. It's, short... it's taken me 20 years to understand all this, but I could have done it in three, maybe, if I'd gone to university.
0: There's something in that, right? There's, there's... but, but... So, so what's the point of me doing it at 36? Because... Just remove the idea that I'm doing it to maybe eventually teach, right? Yeah. If I didn't do that, well
1: you can you can learn this yourself and there is some but it takes you longer i think and you you haven't got authority voices of authority that understand deeply understand photography and the practice and specific areas you'll have lecturers who are specific in ethics and you know commercial and lots of other areas of, of documentary and and so you've got you've got voices of authority that and and you will challenge that at times and you will question it and you will say well, maybe i don't agree with it but is coming from a pace that's learned. And it's not coming from just opinion. It's not just an opinion, right? It, it's it's a learned opinion at that then. It's a learned opinion from authority of people who understand and are passionate about photography. People that have already thought about this Yeah, stuff. And, and and they've, they, they, exactly, they've read, they've read, Deeply, and they can point you in directions. And there'll be obviously people on your course, and they'll also have influences, and they'll be able to. You'll be able to bounce. I think. Yeah, that, like collaborating. Sorry, yeah. I'm quite I think that's to. that's that's why you go in. That's why you go in, and and hopefully you will make some amazing connections, lifelong friends. I think that's you know. You, yeah, you know. I,
0: I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that I'm going to kind of go for a I'm jealous. Really wolf, I'm but... bloody jealous. Mate, you should just join. <laughs> I'm sure they can find room for <laughs> one, room for one more. One, ch- one chunky Welshman. <laughs> one chunky Welshman. You're looking very svelte, though. You've been running... A little bit of a Yeah, I had a haircut. I had a haircut. Thank yeah. you. Hiding it under the old hat. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think... Yeah, I think it'll be... I'm looking forward to it. But there is a part of me where I do sometimes feel like I'm maybe just doing something that's completely insane. No, as no. A th- it's just my age, right? I just think about it and I think, like you've just said all these things that you've done like recently, all these little mini courses you've done and all the reading that you've done has, has taught you the things that maybe you could have just done in three years. right? I've also been shooting for 20 years. I'm not as well-read as you, but I've been shooting. And I wonder if I've already developed a lot of that stuff. I'm going to have to unlearn a lot of really terrible habits. I, th- sure. I
1: think you're going to have to do loads of unlearning that. that, that that's part of it. That, that's, that, that's great as well, isn't it? That that idea of the some of the ideas and thoughts which were ingrained, you're going to literally challenge them and rethink about them. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's amazing. I I, I, I I think that's the only way you grow as a person, really. You know, we, we challenge what our our ideas and our thoughts or the, and how are they they've become to be what they are and and, and by doing that, by having that deeper understanding, of not only photography, but yourself, I think. It's a deeper understanding. You should come away in three years' time and hopefully know yourself a bit better. Yeah. yeah. Know what you want to do. Have yeah. a you know a, a, and and like I say, make make some good buddies and you can have beers with on Friday
0: afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine we probably will. Like, it'll be really difficult to work that closely with people for three years without sort of making some friends with people. Um, so I'm sure that some of those people will end up on the podcast and all that kind of stuff. So we'll all, we'll all meet them soon enough. I'm sure. But yeah, it's just I don't. Know, I'm. You can probably sense, right? I'm kind of simultaneously excited yeah. for and it. anxious. I'm not. I don't know about anxious. I don't even think it's nerves. Constipated. Just a little bit, just a little bit of constipation. I, I think I'm sort of, I don't know. I think, I think it's mainly excitement and like a little bit of double thinking, questioning myself. Like I what, think
1: we should have a Dan diary. Like, a, so, you know, day one, got
0: into school today. Every, no, nobody's going to read that. Everybody's dressed slightly different to me. Day 2 I tell you what there were a few fine arts <laughs> were there yeah day 2 everybody knows you Fuel know what with i mean red when, hair when I say and a red... fine art right
1: Phil here <laughs> with red hair and red socks started talking to me about <laughs> feminism <laughs> day 3 i'm a feminist
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm already a feminist i don't know I'd... Um, are we are we allowed to say that are we allowed to... i was going to say this are the... you are you allowed to be a feminist no but no but there's I don't know. I, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's important. They're not necessarily telling you, you have to think a certain way. You're just, you're just, and you're, you're just learning though, ideas, okay. right? And now, right? you challenge that, right? You, 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 I know you as a person, right? And, if, if somebody
1: tells you it's black and it's white, you're going to tell them that it's white. Right? <laughs> like you're, like, and, and then you'll have a discussion. Yeah, and Hopefully a, you'll meet somewhere along the river with right, a cup right, of tea, right? right? It's, it's,
0: it's a... Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because
1: you're, a, you're, a, you're a, And that's the point, right? That's why you're of, doing this. This yes, is why you're doing, is. doing it.
0: I am. And I'm doing Cause it. Because you're open-minded, Daniel. But I'm a man of strong opinions, but those strong opinions are loosely held. I can be talked out of my opinions. Yeah, me too. That's... that's, that's... I think that's beautiful, right? That's a beautiful thing. They,
1: you're, you're malleable. I am. I'm malleable. And the, the degree, I think, will... Yeah, I just think it'll make... I, I can't wait to actually
0: do the degree through you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you know, vicariously... going, So literally, you're going to do it, and I'm just going to do it as well. I'm
0: just going to send you all the course material, <laughs> Exactly, right? and, and I'm just... Gonna, oh, okay. sorry, you're just not going to get the paper.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm not looking forward to is all the reading... Yeah, that's
1: the other bit. I, I think we talked about this before. people, but I don't want to do it, is the writing. The reading, yeah, I, I think,
0: you know... It... I actually don't mind. I think the writing is fine. I've written about 10,000 words in the last week just mm-hmm. through doing stuff for Idle Hands, uh, not Idle Hands, through Moment Photography. Um, I think I might have mentioned that on the last episode. Um, Pig Behind the curtain. we only recorded the last episode literally less than a week ago, I think, at this point. So it's still basically <laughs> the same day for us. Um, yeah, I've been writing a lot recently and I, I, don't, I don't really mind it. The final dissertation is 7,500 words and I looked around the room when they said that and I could see some panicked looking faces but I felt a bit smug because mm. I was deciding 7,500 words is nothing. I can do that in two days. Yeah, okay. I think it's all the research that we're going to have to do to write the yeah, 7,500 and,
1: and I think knowing how to do the research and which ways to research, I think that's going to be...
0: that's, that's that's for me, is going to take a long time. Yeah, that... Reading is a slow process for me. Mm-hmm.
1: You can audio book some of the stuff, though, right? And... I really hope so, yeah. Yeah, apparently you should listen when you go to sleep. And then it just goes into your subconscious and you wake up in the morning and you're like, short circuit, oh,
0: Johnny <laughs> says yes. <laughs> that was such a weird movie, wasn't it? Yeah, great movie. It was like wall but... Johnny Five, right? Johnny Five, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched that with your kids? Not yet, actually, no.
1: I I I don't know if... Is it... Is it PG? Is it? you? I don't know. Anyway, I will. I will watch it with you. Her. You need to. You Rosa need will to. love it. Rosa will love it.
0: I feel like it's probably a movie of its time. I don't know how well it's aged. Like it's like. I think still. I think it's a classic. You know. Just reads a book.
1: I can make you
0: faster. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I. I just. I remember really liking the bit where he gives himself a mohawk and he's got like chains it, hanging. Yeah, on it. it's good, isn't it? It's, it's done with humor. Yeah. A classic, but a classic. What was, What's his deal? Was he like an alien or did someone build him? I really don't remember how the like, movie that you know starts. I, mean, I, mean, I think he came from somewhere, didn't he?
1: And Maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember either. We, Johnny Five. I'm, I'm, it's nearly like 30 I years don't ago. think I've seen that movie since I was in my teens. Should we drop a few books, Dan? Should we drop a few books?
0: Shall we? I also need to think about a shout-out because I don't have one yet. Oh, you don't have a shout-out yet. Ooh. Yeah, so let's have a Talk to me about some books, and I'm gonna frantically scroll through some messages I've sent you recently because I'm thinking of one particular thing. Keep moving then. And I probably... So these are you were saying earlier that there's been a lot of education that you've gleaned from having some books, right? From yeah. reading, can we start with the Susie Wolf one because that's the one that you convinced me to buy, and I think there's some Sasha Wolf, Sasha Wolf. S- sorry, Sasha Wolf. Yeah. So Sasha Wolf, um, forty.
1: Photo work, 40 Photographers on Process and Practice. Yeah, this is an amazing book. I mean, it's just... She asks them all the same questions. And um, I, I, I just... This process is the bit that everybody kind of wants to dig down in. How are they doing it? Why are
0: they doing it? And, and it's, this is great. It's just really... Like... You know what I liked about that? It was the same... It was the same uh, questions... Just answered by lots of different people mm-hmm. and it really felt like an insight yeah because you exactly because you you get
1: in you you get that everybody's process is different right there's yeah. no there, there's in, no right or wrong yeah absolutely that and that's kind of freeing in itself isn't it like there's there are no right and wrong ways to do things there's a multitude of ways you can do lots of things and that, that's great yes great 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 do you mark up your books uh, I, do you
0: highlight things? I and, take
1: yeah. notes. I basically okay. take, I take. But you're notes. not writing in the book. No, I, I take pictures of the pages and I, I've got a, a note in on my phone. Anything I find interesting, I take a picture of the quote. You or, can
0: tell you've really read this one because it just literally kind of opens. <laughs> yeah. The spine does that thing where it just literally folds back on itself. Yeah, this is good. This there's is. bits of biscuit in every single I, sheet. Yeah, we might as well do the, uh, the aperture, I think,
1: to really good. Photo books on process and and this kind of stuff and there's a few of these like there's a, a Todd Hido one on landscapes and interiors. There's, um, Todd Hido's work is amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I just saw it at Photo London and seen his prints big, like really. Are they?
0: How big are we talking?
1: Probably this. Um, this maybe a bit, uh, maybe a bit bigger than that even. Okay.
0: Those watching along on YouTube will see what we just pointed to. Yeah,
1: um, Richard Mizrach on. Landscape and meaning again. Good. All of these. All of these. There's a series of them. There's about six or seven of them. And I think the Alex Webb and Rebecca Norris on street photography and the poetic image. Again, beautiful. Really enjoy that. Who's Larry Fink? Larry Fink. Uh, kind of seventies,
0: is he? You can read. 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 It says on the back. I think. Um. I'm not going to bore everyone to death yeah. I'm trying to work that out. It looks like 60s. I just noticed that the pictures on the front are sort of gravitated towards it because his eye looks a little bit like mine. The mm-hmm. way I look for things seems to... I mean, obviously, this, the difference is his, this guy's got some talent, but he's, he's doing a similar thing that I do. He looks like he's trying to arrange a mess um, in each frame. Um and there's another one I really
1: enjoy. I, I, I don't know everybody must know David Campney. He he basically he writes in lots of um photographers' books, he sometimes forward and um anyway, this book on photographs and he says what shapes our response to a photo fo- What shapes our response to a photograph? Where does the meaning we ascribe to it come from? And how important how important to our reading of it are the photographers' intentions? In a dazzling example of photography, right, in the exploration of the photographic medium through 120 images, some familiar, some surprising, David Campany shows us that how we think about photographs is just as important as what we think about them. And he just goes through, like, you know, um, lots of, lots, it's just stuff you wouldn't know, and again, I, I love the way he writes. He's, he's such a beautiful writer, eloquent, and it it's and, and this is, this is I suppose, if you if you look at the kind of... Um, a lot of the books I read, it's, it's basically... You're trying to find out, you know, why we respond to photographs in a particular way, why we think about them. Um, and it's it's just amazing to, to, you know, have access to all of this information, I think. And, and this one is... I don't know who told me about this one. I think it was Joel Merowitz, basically. And it's Zen and the Art of Archery. And it's basically... Uh about this guy in I think is
0: is Zen Japa- Japanese Dan? Zen is Japanese, isn't it? Um I, I wouldn't be able to tell you about the origins, but Zen is uh is a part of Buddhism. Okay. It's an offshore of Buddhism.
1: Okay, basically but it's about it's really interesting. It's it's basically this guy goes out to I'm going to say Japan, but I could be wrong. Let's say it's Japan. He goes out to Japan and he wants to train to be one of this, like, special archer. And he gets turned down and says, sorry, you can't do it. You can't do it for years. And then eventually one of the masters says, okay, you can come train with me. And he comes trains to basically one day the master shows him with his eyes closed from about 500 meters. There's a target. 500 meters? Yeah, there's a target at the back of the room in pitch black. Yeah, it's only lit by candlelight. Um, and he, with his eyes closed, he shoots an arrow, and the arrow goes through straight through the target, basically. And it's basically that you can you can visualize in your brain what the uh, if you get into this state do you of think mind. That's, I don't know. Do I don't you know if it's, it's true box. or not. I do. Them? I do this. I do think we talk about being in the zone when you're when you're photographing, and I and I I've questioned what does it mean by being in the zone. But I just think it 's been in your own subconscious mind right and you're you're not you are processing the outside world, but you're kind of it 's internalized
0: i don't, i don't know I hear stuff like that, and I think of things like this here. Let me start recording uh, let me start recording this so you can so we can use it in the video. Have you ever heard of this McDojo life no so it's just lots of <laughs> Lots of pe- I used to be into martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. And this is just lots of people. This is an Instagram feed, McDojo Life. Um, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see what I mean. There's just, it's lots of people that are kind of fakers, and they convince people that they can knock each other out with their fingers, like just touching them and stuff. It's, just like, it's, it's mad, and when I hear stories about oh it was a candlelit room and it was five hundred meters, which is a really bloody long way, and and like it was pitch black, and only lit by a candle and he shot it through a eye, I just think horseshit. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Nobody's doing it. Yeah, but apparently it's like there's like there's a history of it. There's, like if you go there, like there's a history of these these arches, these amazing, talented. It's not it's not bullshit. It's, it's like these guys can do it. You can go and see it, right? It, it's like it's a thing that exists in the real world, and there's something I. I, I, I think there's a deeper understanding of yourself, and it's, it's about, again... They do have amazing control. But, it is, I, I, but it, it, is about, it is about that in photography, too, if you think about it. Uh, it is about that in photography as well, um, that by knowing yourself more, it allows you to take better photographs, and it's all about that. It's all... And, I, and again, you know, Zen and the Art of Archery
0: by Eugene Hergill. You know, I did learn a lot about myself, through meditation, actually, and and through journaling and through stoicism, probably more than I ever did through looking through photo books and stuff. In terms of trying to work out how I think, there's something kind of, there's a clarity you get through writing down your thoughts Mm -hmm. and having to put them into words Mm -hmm. and kind of sorts things out. And I think the only reason that I sound even remotely eloquent that 2% of the time when I say something that sounds quite insightful is because I've thought about it enough. I think meditation and stoicism has done that. I don't know if I got that from, from these books. Mm.
1: And I, but I think, you know, we all come to... We all are different, and I suppose the beautiful thing is that, that these influences that shape... The images that we make are amazing things. They're rich. They enrich us, right? They're all, they're all, they all add to the rich tapestry of Daniel Higginson that then allows you to take all of those inputs and then output something to the world.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think, I think you kind of, it's life's experience, right? Mm -hmm. You live your life, you are the project. And then the art comes from that. It sounds really pretentious and wanky, but. You know what I mean yeah yeah I do but I think you everybody's
1: that, but I just think it takes you have to go you have to go you you have to go past you have to go past a certain point, you have to go past the technical and you have to then go past the experimentation and then you have to get to a point where you're really comfortable in what you're doing, and sometimes the reasons are opaque and they change and a project changes, but that doesn't really matter it's just the reasons why. You were taking pictures. You understand why? What, what's driving you to go out with your
0: camera today? What's like, why? I texted you something similar, didn't I? Uh, a couple of days ago, you you would send me a lot of quotes from this course that you were doing, and I think that's where we got to of our chat, right? That what makes us different is the fact that we're thinking about what we're looking at. I think most people, and when I say most people, I'm not tarnishing other photographers. I just mean. Joe Blog's walking down the street. When you speak to them about what they see, they might be like, that's an apple, right? But they're not going to say, the apple's being lit from this direction and I really like the way that the contrast falls off here and I like the symmetry of the apple with the plant next to it. Like, they're not really... Examining the photo. They're seeing it, but they're not... Right. Or even just what they're looking at on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. I think when, when we paint or when we make a photograph, or when we do anything that's visual, I think we're just seeing something. Right? But we're seeing it in a way where we're trying to understand it or, or we are actually putting more thought and consideration into it than you would do if you were just uh, Joe Blogs walking down the street, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think over time those considerations and hopefully you... I don't know if it's improved, but yeah, I think you do improve. And I think you could be, that by going to university... By doing courses, by reading, by watching videos, by all of these influences and inputs it, it, it its it can only make you a better person and, and ultimately, which is a good thing, and hopefully a better photographer right
0: yeah, hopefully hopefully so are we going to have shout outs in summary, I think it's not a bad idea, no, no, I think in some reason to may- be lots of hard work it's an amazing idea
1: um. And you're going to really enjoy it, and I think you're going to come away from it uh, happy as a tadpole in a pond without
0: fish. (laughs) Jesus, Paul, where are we going? I don't know. Anyway, let's do a a shout-out. I'm going to need you to read my shout-out's name for me, I think, when we get to it, because...
1: Okay, I'm going to do Alex Soft this week, and I only got it off uh, my good old mate, um, Dan, at Photo Book Junkies.
0: And that's it's, a really nice looking book. I love how, yeah, I, I love the pinky. I'm really liking that there's an actual visual aspect to this. So anybody that's listening in audio, if you go over to YouTube, you can just, you can watch the podcast now and you'll actually be able to see what we're showing you. So what's the book called, Paul? I Know How Furiously Your Heart Is Beating. Ah. Have you showered this out before? Or have you only just got this? No, I've only just had this. Okay. Um, I think maybe we spoke about this before. Oh, this is and really I, nice. I was just thinking about the way that he makes an image. I really like the pace of this book already. You know, we were looking for a book a minute ago and I was saying that I think it was too busy, there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is really nice.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful Dan. I really love it. It's, it's a nice, nice um, bit of work.
0: I know, I'm, it's very I'm, considered, right?
1: I'm not sure if there's any writing in it, and it might be, I haven't got to that, if I'm honest with you yet, but... Um,
0: Alex Oath tends to put... The, the bath, there. right? That's cool. I wonder what the story is behind that. I don't know if we're going to have time to go for it now, but we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put
1: a link in the show notes, definitely.
0: That's a really nice looking book. I might have to add that to my shopping list. Look at the state of this table now. Okay, so my shout out, Dmitry he's, um He's been fighting in the Ukraine. Obviously, this, this is kind of an ongoing, very sad saga. But... I saw, uh, I saw an article that just said this Ukrainian soldier has up, uploaded to social media yeah. these photos that he'd taken um, you sent me the link, didn't as, you? as he was kind of getting captured. And when I clicked on it, I, I was expecting just snapshots of bombed out buildings. And this is beautiful work. Brilliant, isn't it? I was so taken aback by this. And I think you can really see that he's in the fight with these people. I'll. We'll leave a, a link to this in the show notes as well. And there is, if you dive deep into it, um, Google the guy's name. There's like a Google Drive with more photos in it where everything's been dumped.
1: Okay, amazing.
0: and it's really good. It's really, really good work. And um, my heart goes out. I hope he's okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's been any um, update on this story since. I sort of saw this come out the other day because I think the the article's about a week old now, so we might have more information. Um, but yeah, I was completely blown away. I wasn't expecting it to be...
1: Uh, they're beautiful images. They're really beautifully lit. And there's an eerie sort of, I don't know, foreboding in them, isn't there? They know that they're, they're screwed. They're stuck in this place. And the only way they're going to get out well, is Well, they did get captured, right? Yes, by Russians, taken to a Russian prisoner war camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I would imagine so. I'd imagine yeah. so but there's there's a few shots in there that really stuck with me there's the the one of the uh, the gentleman doing a crossword, yeah, and the thing underneath said that um you think of like a, a firefight and you think of Black Hawk Down and stuff you know you're thinking of all these war movies you've seen, and it's kind of big adrenaline and but these battles go on for months, and it must be impossible to do simple things like sleep mm mm-hmm. Because you're going to be constantly thinking, are we about to get hit by a shell? Well, they constantly uh, shelled, would not they? Like 24 hours a day, they were shelled. Like, pshh, constantly,
1: constantly shelling. But luckily, they were deep enough underground that... I just find it mad. Me that, too, me too. It just feels almost impossible to even relate to it. And we talked about this before.
0: But we did, we did. But yeah, I mean, my, heart's, my, my, heart, my heart goes out to everyone in Ukraine right now. Um, it's a horrible situation. But my shout out this week, I was, I was really blown away by that work. Okay, well, that's our first first, first venture into doing this visually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was interesting, isn't it? It's nice to do it in person, though, actually. I feel a little bit more relaxed at the yeah, end. Yeah, I feel like... It Apologies means to... if it was a bit awkward to start Yeah, with, this and is I'm number one. So we're like
1: deer in 37, but first time in video. So we're going to... Explore this a little bit more, aren't we? And um we've this setup that we've got here. Well, this is the third setup we actually, while well, oh we, my god, it took us ages to get this.
0: We've just literally spent what two, two hours, two and a half hours setting up, just com- continuously setting up in a place. We were sat at a couch over there, we were sat out in your little studio. Well, but if we think about Roman did us a drawer, didn't he? Roman did do us a drawing. <laughs> And I think we are now sat where where he originally suggested (laughs) we we sit. There you
1: go. See, listen to the French one, rule one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman, see, mate, in there. Thank you, everybody. Really love doing it again. Um, Hopefully we're going to do a little bit of a a roadshow.
0: Yep, we've got big plans. Um, This is kind of a a trial by fire, isn't it, for, for video? Yeah. We'll see how this goes. Um, and we've got big plans coming up for for video, but we really just needed to get this one under our belt so we could at least work out. Because now we've got to edit the thing, and it's going to be a whole. Yeah, you might see
1: it, you might, you might, you might
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> you'll at least hear it because we've got the audio, and it's still it's still ticking, which is good. Um, so you'll at least hear the audio. Um, we'll put it out on the stream, so you'll you'll hear it wherever you are. But I do encourage you to come and just. Give us a little follow on YouTube because there's going to be more stuff coming up there that won't necessarily go into, into, the, the, uh, into the cloud for the podcast. Language. So it's buy from me. Wait, we've... So follow along. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. You can follow us uh, at Idle Hand Society on Instagram. Instagram. Come and let us know what you think of education, how you yeah. educate yourself. Yeah. What if was education like for you? Was yeah. it worth it? Do you wish you did it? Do you wish you didn't do it? Am I crazy?
1: Yeah. We might ask that question on Instagram Was education worth it for you?
0: Yeah. So I'm interested to hear what everyone else has got to say. It changes nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> there it is. You're going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I've, I've signed up. It's happening. So, uh, but I am interested to hear other people's thoughts. Um, yeah. So at Idol has Society on Instagram. Um, Come and give us a follow. Let us know what you think. And we'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks.